What's up, guys? Welcome to Run It Back. I'm your host, Blair Bomber, and I'm trying to keep my emotions at at bay right now because, believe it or not, I've recorded eight of these intros. I am incapable of getting through an entire one without stumbling, hating it, messing it up, or once again, stumbling, cluttering, stuttering all the good stuff that you don't want to be a part of your speech pattern. And I do that um, at a very low level. So I'm going to get right into it. This episode, we are talking about the crime thriller. Because this is thriller. Thriller night. Everybody for your life. You've got to get up, get up, get up. Uh See, now, Norm, if I hadn't done eight of these already, I would have thrown that out. But you guys get the, the thriller cutaway. We're talking about the movie Gone Baby Gone. It is a dark, dark, thrilling, classic crime. It's just a, it's just heavy, man. It is heavy. Heavy. Much like my friend who's on the podcast today. The one and only... The famous, well, I mean, the one and only comedian with not the one and only name of his because it's a name that most people have probably had throughout time, um, you know, when their parents lack creativity and then just want to name it after like a great uncle who, you know, saved a dog from a, a, a swamp. Tim Smith. God, he's going to love that intro. Tim Smith, comedian out here in Chicago. He's from Louisiana, which means he's a garbage person all of the time. He's a funny guy. He picked this movie out. He loves it, which is weird because it's not a movie I ever want to see, you know, more than maybe once every five years. Like when I feel like I'm really, you know, doing something right in the world and I want to get lower my perception on reality, I'll watch this movie and feel as though humans are the worst people in the world. If that's not the best intro to a podcast, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what 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 it is or isn't. But I do know what this is. This is a great episode. So please listen to more than ten minutes of it. I promise you, it's really good. I hope I didn't lose you guys in this intro because I uh, just just listen, okay? Listen, I'm gonna start it right now. I'm gonna start. It, okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm starting it right now. I'm starting it right now. Right now. Right now. In three, two, one. Right now. I had not seen it, but I had heard of it though. It's one of those movies where, like, you know, when you listen to, you know, it's like I, one of those like Bastin, like where they make. I saw you had the town up there. It's like in the same vein as the the feel to those movies. What was weird to me was the town's one of my favorite movies, and it's Ben Affleck, you know, stars in it and directs it. Mm-hmm. And then you see in Gone Baby Gone, it's almost. There's so much. The same actors are in both movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his Ben Affleck directed. Gone yeah, Gone, that was yeah. his first movie he ever directed. Yeah, and so that was cool. And but dude, I was I wasn't ready for this movie. It's intense. I wasn't ready for it in in, in any sense of the word. Was I ready for it? Because I I was just like I think I was hanging out on like a Monday morning. Yeah, or like you know noon. That's morning for me. Sure. And I'm putting this movie on, and like it's sunny outside. And then this movie just is just taking me. Down. I have to like black the blinds out about yeah, twenty it gets, minutes in. It's fucking dark. When you texted me, uh, when you're like, "Oh Jesus Christ, dude!" Like I was, I like forgot about that uh, that scene where they go into the house 
and find the little little what's his name. I was like, oh yeah, that is like insanely dark. I, I forgot to like warn him about that one. And then there was these these twists and these turns, and it was like. Well, in hey, the middle, you like thought it was over. It, I thought it was done. Yeah. I was like, it was over now. Okay, we probably have 10 minutes left. We'll wrap it up. And yeah. then it's like, oh, we have another 45 minutes yeah, left? Yeah, it like, like, starts a whole new story, which I liked a lot. I thought that was cool. Why is it... So, okay, so this is a weird movie for someone just to say it's one of their movies. Like, it's usually because I think a lot of times people say movies that they like a lot, movies they love, or movies they watch over and over again. I've seen this like 10 times. Right, but like, it's just a lot about how much of a fucking crazy person you are to want to <laughs> watch this movie... <laughs> That's not a, true. On a it's... loop, do people people pick like a Knight's Tale or or like one of the Star Wars prequels, and they're like, ah, oh, I can just put it on. It's easy. It's just one of those easy watching movies. This one is a bummer. It's not a bummer. It is a bummer. Why? Okay. Here. What bummed you out other than the obvious? Well, okay. So, first of all, it took me a second because I watched the movie and then. I wanted to make sure I was right on the story, so I had to go back and then Wikipedia the and then like transcribe the plot of everything. Okay. Because it was so basically what happens is so the girl goes missing, right? Correct. And then you find out that like the police chief, the police chief Morgan Freeman, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, the the cop is that is it that's Detective Ed, yeah uh, Broussard yeah Ed Harris right yeah so they pretty much plotted to take this girl away from her home so then Morgan Freeman could have a kid, correct? Correct. And that is essentially... And then it's all these steps they take to cover that Yeah, that's, like the, that's like the umbrella. Is like and that, there's little... And, cause you just, and then they set up like, okay, she's dead, so they fake the death of this chick. It's all this misdirection, and it's... Well, it got fucked up when they went... When, uh, when the aunt... Remember, she went to Casey Affleck and, and the girl... And got them to start investigating. So mm -hmm. that's what like fucked up the whole plan. Right. And then they had to start, uh, you know, taking different little, little yeah. left turns. And that's why they had to fake her death and throw the shit off the, the quarry and do all that fun stuff. The quarry part fucked me up because I felt like they just... Because they, they throw the shit in the water... And they make it seem like it's the girl, and they assume the girl's dead. But then they don't find the girl's body; they just find like her clothes and shit. And they mm -hmm. just assume the girl just never came out of the water. Yeah, I think they didn't it was, find a body. They just like wrote it off. Oh, she's probably like, dead. And like, probably got right. eaten by something. Yeah, they super just, because they were really. If thorough. that was me, I'd be like, no, the kid's got to be in there fucking somewhere, right? Right. Yeah. So like, then, when, so they kind of just gloss. It was like this. That was probably the only real plot hole that I was like, well, why are we like, letting this part the go? Body would be like death. We need a body. There. Don't tell me. But that. I think then they mentioned something about like you know shit goes missing in there all the time, or there's some um, current that could wash her out into the god knows where or something like that. Yeah, but then they find her clothes. Oh yeah, her clothes are stripped off on the fall on the forty foot drop. Like, no, no, oh, no, they found her. Uh, they found her uh, teddy bear. Her teddy bear. Okay. Or her little doll. I guess I just had it. I that fucked me up at the end about her doll though, because the mom had the name wrong the whole time. Right. And I'm just like, God damn it. What a bag of shit. Well, what really sucked is... So Casey Affleck is going through this struggle the entire time with him just being super fucked up about the whole thing. He wants to find this girl, can't find the girl. He thinks the girl's... But now he's all these steps and he was like kind of close to finding her, he thought, the mm -hmm. entire time. And then it doesn't... And then they have that lead... Of there's the... He does that deal with... The drug deal with, with, with his informant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... One of the best scenes. Yeah. One of the best. That might have been the best scene of the entire He's movie. like one of the best characters. He's awesome. He's like, I don't give a Come on, dog. You don't give a fuck. Let's yeah, go he, fucking run around. He's funny. I like not. him. 
The only I thought all the characters kicked ass. The only ones that uh, didn't really do it for me were Cheese and his little sidekick. Yeah, I thought they were for what they were built up to be. I was like, oh, these guys kind of look like pussies. Right. They were. They were kind of. Yeah, so his buddy, the the guy who's informant, who's like kind of he's like, he's like running the drugs in this in this town essentially, right? He's running yeah. he's running coke and stuff, and yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. he's kind of balling. But it's like Casey Applegate is his boy, and they're cool. What I didn't understand was why did he have to bring Casey Affleck with him to that thing? Just as he's wanted backup for that little yeah, I he's guess dealing with just, tweakers um, though. Like I guess you would need something for tweakers, but at the same time, uh, and maybe just. Uh, have him put his own eyeballs on him. Like, is this? Are these the people you're looking for? Yeah, I wonder if that was what it is. Like, he almost didn't want it. He almost didn't want. I thought about this. Or to like go in and like get a look around. It's you know like I mean? his buddy knew that there was some shady shit going on in that house, mm-hmm. but he didn't want a full on rat. He didn't want to be. This is a whole like you know. I don't, I'm not a rat. I'm just gonna like you know. I, just, I might uh, put open you, the door for you. I'll put you in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Little bit. Yeah. And they go there. And he's, I love just him, the way he's just talking shit to these fucking tweakers. Yeah. He just throws he just his coat on the ground. Around, yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, <laughs> around other house. What a just power move just to up, open yeah. up the blow and just dump it on the ground. It's like, get it. You pull a gun, a gun on me, bitch, you better use it. He's like, <laughs> fucking love this guy. <laughs> whenever, I hear, whenever I think of that guy, I think of his one line he had in the town. He's like, you know I can take a pinch. Oh, he was in the town yeah, too. Yeah, he, he was. He was one of the three guys. He, he was the driver. Oh, uh, okay. I haven't. I haven't seen the town. You gotta watch the. You gotta watch it because I, I watched the town probably a week before I saw God Baby Gone. Okay. And just the style and the characters are so similar. Is he the same guy? Pretty much. He's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other dude. So the um the the dad of the girl that goes missing, right? Mm-hmm. The, the sober guy. Mm-hmm. He is in the town as. Uh, what the fuck is that sound? You hear that? I think it's out there. I fucking hate this. There's a guy that every morning, every single morning, he gets a, a, a leaf blower, whether there's leaves in the ground or not, and he blows the sidewalk for 45 minutes. Your sidewalk? On the, on, the, on the other side of the street from us. Oh, uh, well, fuck. That. I thought it was a- your every, side. I was like, every, hey, buddy, he's doing you a favor. Every every day. Every day. Is it his a, job? He, he, I think he's an older guy. He like I think he owns a building across the street, or he runs these like the manager over there, and he just blows the leaves. There's no leaves half the time. Hey, man, he's just trying to stay busy. He's trying to wake me up. No, he's trying, no, he's trying to actually... He's, trying to, he's blurring sleep over there at 3B. Uh, but that guy is in uh, the town, and he plays this like FBI agent, and he's like the total... like. It, so he had the giant mustache? He's got the mustache, yeah. But, he, oh, but in, yeah. And he's like a clean-cut dude in the town, and he, but it's just funny to see him do both things. That switcheroo, like, yeah. But, but I mean, I guess them. he was like a relatively clean-cut guy and. He yeah. was just like blue collar, hard working guy, but he was he was supposed to be like a, you know, shooting straight. What I didn't understand, and maybe you could fill me with this: Why is Ed Harris doing anything he does in this movie? What is his justification for what he does? He loves kids. No, 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 he doesn't. He, he says that at the end, right before he dies. I love kids. I never hurt a kid. Right, but like, but well, why is he? Why did he throw himself in with Morgan Freeman? Why is he helping this set up? Why is he in the investigation? I think they were just like lifelong friends. Because remember, um, they talked about how Morgan Freeman brought him up from Louisiana like twenty five years ago, uh, and they were just like lifelong buddies. And then he has that story. Remember when he gets drunk outside of after Casey Affleck shot that dude, and he had the story about how he set up the kid's dad because he was just a shitty, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a shitty drug dealer to the kids. So he's like, "Fuck him!" I sent him for a ride. I think he was just uh just to uh, love some love some kids, wanted to help him out where he could. 
But they just, I think he just, he just took it so far because then there was the the end scene where he goes in to rob the to mm-hmm. rob the bar, mm-hmm. and I guess what it was it was set up that he was gonna just shoot Casey Affleck and say it was a part of a robbery. I think he was just trying to get there to stop the the whatever was happening between Mustache and yeah and uh, Casey Affleck, and then he ended up getting. If he gets plugged by the, yeah. the, the bartender's got to have a gun. This guy's a cop. He should know that for sure. Yeah, like you're gonna get popped in like a shitty bar in a shitty part of Boston. Whenever they go deep into these Boston roots and this the uh, the respect part of what this what this town is, I fucking love it. Because when Casey Affleck goes into the first bar, he's asking questions of the one guy. Yeah, and other dude. rolls over to that him. one. Still gives me like the heebie-jeebies. And he says some shit to his girl, and he just fucking. Pistol whips the shit out of him. Yeah, and, and they talking. like lock the door, and people are just sitting there like, "Well, fuck, this dude's just gonna get the shit beat out of him, I guess." And nobody cares at all. Make me a drink, Fat Dave. What is going <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fat fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. I thought Casey Affleck was awesome in it too. It's a weird thing because you don't you don't really think of him as like, oh, this guy is this incredible actor. He really is. Have you seen Manchester by the Sea? I, I, I haven't, but I but I, I've read uh I, I read like the 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 play, oh okay, because like it's Kenneth Kenneth Lonergan is the guy who wrote that, and I did like some uh, some monologues for an acting class, and he wrote like all these different monologues from these different things that he wrote. I got gotcha. you. And he's a really talented uh, writer. So when I saw that movie came out, I like read like part of the screenplay. It's really see. good. It's really good. But Casey, it's funny because I was watching. Uh, I came home last night like three in the morning after work, and Greg was awake watching uh, Good Will Hunting. Another good one. And then you see Casey Affleck, and he's just in it. And it's, My fucking double burger. <laughs> <laughs> he's upstairs. He's jerking off in Ben Affleck's mom's room. Comes downstairs with a baseball mitt. He's like, with my fucking kid glove? What are you doing with my kid glove? He's like, ah, I didn't use it. I wasn't fucking the glove. He's using it for cleanup. <laughs> but he... It, I, what I didn't... I don't know. I, I go back and forth on all these movies because I just... So what did you find depressing about the movie? Other than like the, well, the, the depressing scene where he part goes is, in and finds it's I think it's just the, the struggle that, that Casey kid. Affleck has the entire time. If he mm-hmm. puts he, he kinda doesn't want to help originally, but then like these the, the parents just push him. Mm-hmm. Like the the mom and the dad just basically the struggle that he has internally is the movie to me. The Casey Affleck struggle because he's he doesn't really want to help, but then the the wife is so like, you gotta help me find my kid, gotta help me find my kid. And then he goes to Okay, I'll help. And then he goes to see the, the the mom. Well, it's actually it's the grandmother and the mustache guy. They're the one that reach out to Casey yeah, yeah, yeah. first. And then he talks to the mother. And the mother's a piece of shit, drunk, drug bitch. And he's just like, fucking, you don't even care that your kid's gone. Yeah. And then he's just going through all these, doing all this work to try and find out. And then he gets set up. And then he's just in a fog because he thinks the girl died. He didn't do his job. He thought he was close. He was he thought he thought it was this close. And then he ended up. Missing, and then you see him going through there's like that kind of they that that passive time, and then he goes with the, his buddy to the drug deal, finds the one dude who was killing kids in his bathroom and fucking them and filming and all that dark shit. Yeah, and he plugs that guy, and then he's not even happy with himself, even when he talks to I don't know, dude. If that's me, I, yeah, it's not the easiest thing in the world. You could just say, oh, I'd be fine. But then at the end of it, and then even when Ed Harris, I think I'm more in Ed Harris's camp of like you fucking put that dude down. Yeah. As opposed to, but then Casey Affleck. Was, I think I would be. I think I would, and of course, you know, none of us can ever know what the fuck we would do. But I think I would shoot the guy. But then I think I would feel a lot of remorse right after. I think you would. You. I think there's no way you don't feel the remorse. But then that is this 
there's this big switch with with Casey Affleck after that moment because I think he was he considers like he is a tough guy he's a Boston guy he is he has a code and then it's like that's the ultimate uh, example of like how hard is how imprinted is this code that you have mm-hmm. and he's like okay. You got because on paper you kill that guy every time. Sure, but then it's like it's, it's like at the funeral, the, the random guy comes up and he's like, "Hey, great fucking job, clipping Corin Earl or whatever." His yeah, name is. you know what I mean. They're all just like, "Yeah, you shot him in the face. That's that's great." Yeah, you have well to. done. Yeah. And Ed Harris is like, "I feel I feel nothing." Yeah, like I'll do it, and I'm I'm like I feel good. He get he like gets off. He pounds. It's just like, "Fuck, get off of that shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm murder <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I would like to think I would be able to just brush it off, but I know I'd be in my bed the next day like, <laughs> no, I should have done that. <laughs> I do that with small decisions all the time. You go home, you, go home, <laughs> yeah. you fuck people, and you're like, you're cheating your girlfriend, yeah, you're dude, doing drugs. I do that like after ordering Uber Eats, you know what I mean? I'm like, I shouldn't have spent $16 on chicken wings. I know I would do that if I shot a dude in the face. I bought four donuts, gave one to Greg, I have one for you if you want it, but I had two of them to myself. I was like, why did I need two? Like, why, who am I? Yeah. Yeah, why did I get two? <laughs> yeah. I got two. I needed one. I needed. I didn't need either. But I, but I, I, you didn't need it. Yeah, you didn't I need wanted, it. I wanted one. Yeah. You and justified I was, and I was like, it. Oh, well, that's. You did it. Now you feel shitty. There's two. And if I go back and I don't know if I would change it. By the way, there's a donut for you if you want one on your way I out. I love a donut. It's a great donut. The one from Marianne's is like 75 cents and they're really soft. You put it in the microwave for 15 seconds. What kind of donut are we looking at? We're looking at glazed donut. Regular, just a classic glazed donut. Really soft. Kind of thick, too. They do them in house, too. It's amazing. Anyway, back to him killing kids. He killed the guy who killed the kids. Killed the guy that killed the kids, yeah. So he. My point being with the struggle that he has, because he does it. I think the cool part about this movie is you see him start this way. I think a lot of it has changed. There has to be change in these characters in some way. I think that's how we show growth over the course of a story, right? Sure. Either you start from where you start to where you end. Usually in these movies, the dramatic ones, there is a big difference. It's rare that you guys. It's not like a Seinfeld episode where everyone is always the same in the beginning and at the end. No one ever changes. That's the point of it. Yeah. He kills that guy. He's in his own head. He feels like he doesn't know what to do. He's kind of losing. He's kind of losing touch with his girl. Everything's kind of falling apart. And then to get to the end of it, and I forget what the uh, what like the the tipping point was. There was some lead, something that gave it away. And then that that's when of, uh when um when he got called in and he was they were asking him a bunch of questions and he was like, well, I heard I read a transcript from a call that came into the station. And blah, 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 blah. Because he got that transcript from Morgan Freeman. Right. And he was saying, I read a transcript of a call that came in from Cheese saying he had the kid, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, we know you're fucking lying. He's like, I'm not lying. They're like, well, we don't record calls that come into the station. So what the fuck are you talking about? So that's how we knew that Morgan Freeman manufactured the manufactured the the transcript. And that's when he started putting all the pieces together. Oh, and th- yeah, because then and then when he goes to Morgan Freeman's place, right? He mm-hmm. goes out there, and the girl just runs out of the house. Yeah. What I think is really interesting is if he hadn't killed the guy that killed the kid, mm-hmm. if that never had happened, and the whole thing plays out the same way it does, and he sees the kid with Morgan Freeman, and he sees that the mom is still a drunk piece of shit. I think I don't think he turns in Morgan Freeman. Do you think he did the right thing? No, I think you, I think you leave I think you leave him with Morgan Freeman. No, you can't do that. You have to, dude. No, you can't. But the other crazy thing is he. That's why I love the movie. Well, because like, th- that's because the thing after is you can you change this, how you feel throughout. Yeah. You, I, I can feel different tomorrow, 
But when I watched it, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, dude, that Morgan Freeman's trying to do the right thing, but doing, doing going about it the wrong way. See, I liked I liked the end a lot because, in my opinion, he did the right thing, but it turned out worse for the kid. Yeah. And if he'd have done the wrong thing. Maybe in the short term it would have turned out better for the kid, but I think it would have fucked the kid up later. But my thing is, like, you can't just be a vigilante out in the world just doing whatever you want because in your your moral code or your sense of right and wrong says this is how it should be done. You can't just kidnap kids because you think somebody has a shitty mom. There's shitty bombs everywhere. You can't kidnap kids and be like, yeah, this will probably be better over here. This one will be better over here. Because it's true. He said, you know, if a kid gets, you know, when she's an adult, she will say, you knew that this was fucked up and you did nothing to change it. You know what I mean? Right. Because at the end of the day, that's not her mom and dad. It's just not. Yeah. She'll go to private school. She'll do all this stuff. But it's just not her parents. And at the end of it, you know, she's going to be like, well, what the fuck happened here? Yeah, and I guess if I think about it more, I mean, there's no way it would have worked out. Morgan Freeman, him and his wife have this white kid that's six, and it's like where her papers at. How are you gonna get her to a school? Yeah, where, where the papers at? Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna be able to put this person. <laughs> everything's everything's documented. How are you gonna get this? How are you gonna have? Yeah, it's like hey, you didn't have this kid for the uh, previous six years, but now you're living in the in the woods outside of Boston, and it, yeah. where it was just like never. You're gonna, you're gonna keep the kid hostage, but, but it, at the same time, the mom is just but they and again, the mom is trash. I was no kind of at peace with it. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, Morgan Freeman's kind of a. The whole thing is sketchy. If Morgan Freeman hadn't done that, then more people wouldn't have died. Sure. Ed Harris wouldn't have died. A couple of people wouldn't have died. Yeah. So he kind of is the puppet master of a lot of people's fault. Mm -hmm. But then they. It, I just like it because, like, sometimes life just sucks. You know right. what I mean? Like, sometimes life is just really gray. And you can do all the quote unquote right things and you can do the things that you think you're supposed to be doing. And then you'll get to the end of whatever that rope is, and you're just like, well, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I still don't know. You know, I like that it didn't put it, wrap it up in a nice bow. Because I remember, I forget who I saw it with, but I remember we had differing opinions when we left, and we argued about it for two days. And I was like, this movie fucking rocks. Because, you know, in a ton of movies, it's just like, and boop, it's over. But with this one, it was like, it left you with a... It left you with a big question mark, which I, I, I like that quite a bit. I think a, I think a problem a lot of movies have is they don't give you as a, as an audience as as a as a viewer they don't give you the option to question the decisions that are made. Uh -huh. A lot of times it's black and white. He has to do this because he did this. Like this guy killed his father. He's got to go after and have revenge. Or yeah. or this guy's his girlfriend's an asshole. And regardless of him, he's got to go fuck somebody else. He's got to find new love. And it's like you don't ever have an option. Yeah. They just they just, this is what happens and this is why it happens. Don't ask us questions. No yeah. questions being asked here. This is the world. Don't question us. I feel like every single decision that Casey Casey Affleck's character makes, he questions. Sure. And then you question it. Yeah. So, okay, let's go from the top. You're Casey Affleck. In the beginning, do you even take the... Are you even like, you're a PI, you're like, I'm trying to find this kid. Are you in on that? You're like, okay, let's, let's I mean, start. yeah, sure. I'm a PI. It, that all makes sense. I'm a, And they're going to... The, the grandparents are going to come over and ask. I'm not going to be like, ah, fuck it. I mean, I guess the only thing was is they never really did missing children stuff. Yeah. I think they said that. Um, but, I mean, yeah, that's kind of like... Your job, right? The biggest, the biggest problem I have with Casey Affleck in the whole movie is uh, why are you bringing your girl with you everywhere? Don't bring your girl on this trip. Why is your girl come with you into the bar to go talk to people? Why is she your? Why is she your? Backup? Weren't they partners? 
I don't think were they. I think they were. I don't think she was a PI too. I thought she was just a girl. Uh, maybe she's just you know ride or die. She's she's clearly a ride or die. <laughs> well, clearly not because she hosed him. But if you're gonna, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because at the end she's like, yeah, and then he that was another his, one. And he loses his girl over. Yeah, that was so, another like, one. And then, dude, the saddest part to me—not the saddest part—one of the brutal parts was all this stuff happened, and he goes over to that the mom's place, and, and she's like going on a date with some dude. Oh she, yeah. She's like, oh yeah, I think my I think Darlene's gonna come over here and fucking watch her later. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like, does she know that? And she's like, she's about to find out. Yes. Like, so you're still shitty. You're still awful. And then that was the thing at the very end where she, I forget what the, he was like, oh, is that Annabelle? And she was like, it's Mary Bell. And it was like, oh, your mom didn't even know the name Ugh. of your fucking doll that she's been advertising all over. So that was, that just, it was like all, he did the right, all the right things, but it still led to kind of a bad spot. The kid's just sitting there on the couch alone, watching TV, went right back to her shitty life. But that was the right move. He he has to do that move. You know yeah, what I mean? He has to do... <clears throat> I think it's interesting, like, the the moral compass that we everyone thinks they have. Yeah. Like, everyone thinks that they're like, oh, yeah, this is... Clearly, I would do this. Like, someone's like, oh, the kid was... The guy was fucking kids and filming it? Oh, you killed it. You put him down. Yeah. I think a great illustration of that... Have you watched True Detective? Mm-hmm. So when they go to the like that the the dude's like the compound or whatever, not the one at the very end, the one where they they walk in and they see they've just been killing kids and shit, all that satanic stuff, and then Woody Harrelson just goes there and blows the guy away. Even, oh, he's yeah, on yeah, his yeah. knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they create the story of what happened and they have to yeah, like yeah, set yeah. it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in reality, what really happened? They just walked in there. Woody Harrelson snapped and, and popped the guy and put yeah. him down. I mean, I, I think that's like a totally normal human reaction. I think there's just some things. Some people just can't process. I don't think I would be able to process that. If I saw that in real life, I don't think it would, like, hit my brain. Not in a healthy way, but I don't, like, the input, I think what the output that would come out of me would be very unhealthy. Because you have to. just bad. I think if you have, if anyone's given too much time to think about something, I think the rational part of your, your brain will be preserved life. I think if you're sitting there and it's like, yo, if you're sitting in a room with somebody and it's like, hey, this guy did all these things, and then you're just sitting there and you're deciding. I think, at, and you're like, okay, you can't make a decision for X amount of time, and you just have the time to come to come down off of mm. it. I think, I think most people, this is a broad generalization. We, it's we just preserve life. Don't. We're so taught to like not kill things, people, animals. Fucking plants. Even though I fucking hate plants. If I see a fucking plant and it's dead, I feel nothing. Same with like a bird. Doesn't well, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a dead plant and really been broken up about it. I don't think that's that weird. Like, well, it was in my a dead plant. Well, it was in my apartment. It was my ex girlfriend's plant. And I hated this fucking thing. And I was like, I was like, oh, it's a what is it? It's a it's a desert plant. It's, it's a succulent. Whatever the fuck it's called. I hope it dies. Well, how will we know? We won't know. It's a on one ounce of water a year. It's like, fuck. I mean, the same with like dead birds. I I'm, I don't get broken up over a dead bird either. If a dead if, if a bird's got like a broken wing on the sidewalk and he goes that I don't make like. it, do you just like step on its head to get no, it out? No, I of pretend misery? like I didn't see it. <laughs> I do it with homeless people. I pretend I don't see him. I can't. Homeless guy, he's sad, he's shaking. It's like ah, well. I got hosed by a homeless guy. I got tricked by a homeless guy. I know this is way off topic, but you mentioned a homeless guy. A fucking. I was standing outside of Nick's waiting to do the mic. He comes up and he's like, "Hey man, I just need some." I was like, oh, you know, I do that. I don't have any cash on me. He's like, look, I don't want cash. I just, I really need some food. Like, can you just buy me some food? Uh-huh. You can't say no to food. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, 
Money is different because in your head you can be like, he's just going to buy drugs with it. But like food, you know what I mean? He's not going right. to like shoot up a chicken sandwich. And He'll so try. we go over to Walgreens and we're in there and he gets his little stuff and he's like, is this cool? And he's like, being the nicest guy of those. I'm like, yeah, man, for sure. And we get up to the counter and like as the lady's checking it out, like he was like homeless guy the whole time. He's kind of, hey, man, can I do that? Yeah. And then right when we get to the counter and he was like, yeah, and a pack of American spirits too. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you fuck. And then he like, we just kind of like looked at each other and there was a bunch of people around and he was looking at me like, you gonna argue with a homeless guy at the cat at the cash register? And I was just like, "That's the game, you motherfucker." But yeah, he got me pretty good. What you should have done is been like, "Yeah, can I get two packs of that and a lighter, um, and then split the tab in half, please?" Like, he's got his stuff, and you just take all you take is just like the cigarettes. You double down, get two packs. Fuck like, you, dude. You throw your cash out and you leave him there. Couldn't believe it to not be able to pay for his own food. Yeah. So all of that to say, I'll, I'll never give anything to a homeless person again. Yeah, I just spit at him really. That's a good move, too. I feel like they, if, they, if they get too aggressive, and they just they get the hint. <laughs> but but yeah. some of them are so hungry, they try and catch it in their mouth. And I'm like, ah, I guess there's protein there. Yeah, I mean, you got to get what you can get sometimes. Yeah, you're on the street. Do what you can do. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> My spit is good as the next guy's spit. Couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah, and a pack of American spirits. <laughs> <laughs> like, unbelievable, dude. Dirt dogged you. Like, he, really dirt dogged you. But, like, because he went from, like, hey, man, I'm just like, I just need some food. Yeah, a pack of American spirits. Like, a totally different person when he was getting the cigarettes. No filters, please. I was like, you. you, you're a. That was crafty. I got to give it to him. He buys some Tums and a pack of gum. Tommy <laughs> like, fuck bit. you, dude. But he gets some, some Dake, Will. I got a cough. I hope he's doing great, though. I hope he he's, probably is. He's, probably, I, I hope he's, right doing he's probably shaking somebody else down. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. He's like, I'm only targeting white guys with grays on the side. They're fucking idiots. <laughs> he puts you in a that box. That was the thing. Was like, I, feel, I was like, I just, am I bad? Like, am I an idiot now? Am yeah. I a dumbass? Should yeah. I have done something? Do you think homeless guys stereotype us? Like this no. guy, this guy's gonna give me money, or this guy won't. This guy, I feel like. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. I think that that's another thing. I was because we were standing in a group. I was like, so was I the weak one? Yeah, you were. Was I the one that like, or did he look at me and like, oh, this guy's got compassion? But that's the same thing. Oof, that's a dark statement, there, buddy. <laughs> that's that's a dark statement. I want to kill my ex girlfriend's plants. That's I'm the kind. That's the kind of guy I am. Dead bird or dying bird, put it out of his misery. I feel nothing. You would stomp on a bird? I have before. I have to. Ugh. But I don't like birds, though. It's not even because... It'll be a live bird. If I can get to it quick enough... Mm-mm-mm. If a bird's going to give me his back, I'm going to step on it. Mm-mm-mm. It's his bird's fault. How big are birds are we talking about? You're talking like a pigeon? Well, I'm not going to stomp on an eagle. You could talk about... like a, We're talking like a three-pound pigeon. You could just no, stomp because one? No, because at some point, like if they're big enough, they kind of freak me out. I don't like birds. Also, like stuff's going to like squirt out. I guess it's more of like, like a guts. Kick, more of like a kick. I think if I can snap its neck from the back, like kind of like I come, you know, like like a like a like a wheel kick, you know, it's the update. Uh. I like wheel kick it from the back and like you know like kickboxer, like snap its neck. No, You're kind of freaking me out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like birds. Uh, so no, I couldn't stomp a bird. Um, but okay, so let's keep it because I think this this is interesting. I think it's all is interesting. So I, my point, I guess, I made was, if you give people enough time, I think we are inclined to preserve life, even if it's like a, a bad person. I think if we're sitting there, I think if we're left to like rationalize, and just like when when Woody Harrelson kills the guy, when Kate Affleck kills the guy, it's adrenaline and emotion overwhelming, yeah, it's just pure reactionary, and just it's yeah. just you just reactionary, right? Yep. 
Now, you've seen uh, The Bourne Identity before, the Bourne movies. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's in the third one where they kind of show how he became who he became. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene where he's just sitting in this room, just like in a chair, just staring at something, and you don't know what he's staring at. And then it's like, it's like you make a decision. And he's been sitting there for like three days. And you realize he's just staring at a guy with a bag on his head. bag over his head. Yeah. And he's like, has it's like, what did he do? It's like, it doesn't matter. Who is he? Doesn't matter. He just has to he die. Just has to shoot him. You have to kill this person, or you can't be a part of this program. Yeah. And given all this time, he goes and he and he and he kills the guy with no context of who this guy is. Nothing. Yeah. Just orders. That is the other extreme. That's the opposite of emotion. That's calculated. That's I'm taking orders. That's, it's almost not his decision to make. But it I was is. about to say, I think that's different just no, because it's, 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 it's order taking. Yeah. Well, I'm showing it like in different different avenues. Of it. Oh, like oh, like oh. you're operating on total free will here and emotion. And this one is like not so much the same thing. But I think if you bring them together and say, okay, be rational of the person you're supposed to kill, your, 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 the person that like you think should have, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. I think if it's like okay, this person's like, this person's like raped like sixteen kids, uh, and by the way, here's all the pictures. Here's the terrible thing. All the information is given to you, and then you're like given like okay, here's a, here's a pistol. Like, what, what do you do? I don't think most people would be like, bang, done. You would sit there. I think I think the more time you're given to think about it, I think we are inclined to preserve life. That's my point. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, would, I would definitely think that. Um... You know, when he shot that guy, that was just a pure, you know, it's like any decision you make when you're scared or angry or sad or anything. They're always bad. You never, like, are happy with that decision. So, you know, he just sees this kid in a bathtub. And plus, just the fucking look of that guy. Like, yeah, he was just the grossest man on planet Earth. And he just looked... It was gr- just grimy and disgusting. And you feel, like, I remember watching that and just feeling this, like, pit in my yeah. stomach like, and the way they I, shot it I, like I just, how, how it broke where it's like boom 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 you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah. When it's like walking in like sees it comprehends it throws up blows the guy's head. you know what i mean it was just shot really ben really, Affleck really, might be a better director than he is an actor I, I think i think he's a great actor i agree with that mm. you don't think ben Affleck's a good actor i mean i'm not gonna you know who he's like a world famous actor i'm not gonna be but like, he does, well I, from my perspective well, you he know. does weird shit he'll do these movies where you're like what is i mean like reindeer games was phenomenal don't get me wrong i loved reindeer games i think i, I, that's I haven't a, seen that's that a joke it's trash. ever uh, it's really i remember bad. it being really weird though yeah, he, I mean, he's a shitty Batman reindeer game, you know. But like, Greg was trying to tell me yesterday star, that he know. thinks that he thinks Ben Affleck was a great Batman, but the movies were just bad. So I think I, I, I think Ben think... Affleck was great, but the movies were terrible. I, mean, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I wasn't a fan of of his Batman, but um, who's your Batman? Christian Bale or yeah. Michael Keaton or George Clooney or Christian Bale? And and um, who says George Clooney though? Oh well, those were just unbelievable. How stupid those were. Like with fucking Schwarzenegger in them, <laughs> like was it Mister Freeze? Chill out. Oh, those were so bad. Um, yeah, I mean it's got to be Christian Bale. Do you think? Like, could you? I think that'd be. It's, that's wild. Imagine if you're an actor and you do this horrible movie that everybody saw, and then at any point throughout your day, the movie could just be on a TV somewhere. Yeah, and you're it's like, like, it's like imagine if someone like is like a clip of you bombing up there. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to walk I was just by thinking. And, and look at it and like. And it's like being broadcast out to millions and millions of people, and they're just like, "Wow, this fucking sucks, dude." I remember not under. I remember not even being able to comprehend. Like, it's like you did a shitty movie, man. Just you paid all your money. Who cares? Like, if they make, if they bring it up. Fuck off. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And then I realized, oh, you don't want any people to see you eat dicks. 
No, not at all. Like, but I bet the it would be easier if they put a ten million dollar check in your pocket. Yeah, the twenty million dollars make it easier for you to be the worst Batman of all time. Yeah, for sure. I would definitely do that. You got to pay that rent, Blair. Dude, this, I, I guess I'm just still fascinated at why this is one of your. It's a good movie, but God, doesn't it bum you out? No, that's what I was saying. I like it just because of how gray it is at the end. I like it because you're a dark guy. I'm not a dark guy. You're you're, you're an implosive guy. You're the guy. Uh, according you, to what? Because I like the movie Gone no, Baby Gone. You like, yeah, but you like it so much where you watch it. Like, how often do you watch it? Once a year? More than that? Twice I would a say year? I've seen it seven or eight times. Oh, that's not bad. I thought you said it like fifty times. No, I've never seen any movie fifty times. Really? Have you seen a movie fifty times? Oh yeah, for sure. What? Uh oh, dude. Name any B action movie ever. Um, I've seen. I, I've seen. I've seen. Probably seen Rush Hour. Probably fifty times. Rush Hour two, probably fifty one times. A little bit better movie. I'd give it one more, one more you think view. Rush Hour two is better than the original. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Way better. They're in China. It's way better. <laughs> they go. Chris Tucker in Dude, China. Dude, in China. Dude, Chris Tucker in China. Are you kidding me? No. I, Dude, they have a fight. Rush Hour in, one is clearly better. In a better. massage parlor. Clearly better. Chris Tucker fights fights thirty. Chinese henchman in a in a massage parlor in a towel. It's one of the greatest things he's ever done. Well, I think we missed the most important thing here is that you have seen Rush Hour and Rush Hour Two a combined one hundred and one times. Yeah, yeah, hundred and one. Yeah, maybe yeah, right about there. <laughs> Why? But I've seen a Night's Tale probably ninety eight times. Oh no. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There are, You're gonna do, have a you, movie podcast. Do you believe if you watch Rush Hour and Rush Hour Two? But you gotta remember, though, I started watching. It, but here, but this, this is this is how I, this, I don't do this as an adult. When I was younger, we would always go on these road trips where we drive from my hometown to Seattle to like play basketball and mm-hmm. shit. It's like a three-hour drive, and you're always making these drives. And we had these little mini DVD players, and we would just like have loud. Like I loved Rush Hour, and I had like six DVDs, so that was in the rotation <laughs> for like six. All years. right, fair enough. So it's like, yeah, that's so, fair. so 90% of those happen from the age of 12 to, you know, oh, okay, 20, okay, 20, okay. 20, 25. I thought you were like getting home after a long day and you're just like, I got to pop in a Knight's Tale, dude. Like, I just need to cool off with a Knight's done, Tale. I have done that, bro. <laughs> have you seen a Knight's Tale recently? It's, ama- no. it's amazing. <laughs> Is that it's Heath so Ledger? Fu- yeah, it's so funny. R.I.P. Heath. Um, yeah, he was so good. Uh, yeah, I can tell you like him. You got a little. I'm kind of, I kind of, I'm kind of glad he's. Dead though, because I don't want to see him make any bad movies. Can you know like, the idea? Of, it's like it's the Biggie Tupac argument. You only really want to see them make bad music, or do you want to let them just die like as a legend? Well, that's the classic Batman quote, dude. Yeah, how that, many times have you seen? Have you how many times have you seen The Dark Knight? Uh, dude, so many times. Like, give me a realistic. I would part. say over twenty-five, under under forty. Wow. But I love movies though. Like, I yeah. put movies on to just to. to to do stuff. Have you seen um, um, her? No. You need to see that. Have you seen Ex Machina? No, but that's on my queue on Netflix. Squee, dude. That okay. one's awesome. What are the movies? What have you seen the most ever? What's the movie you seen that you like? I will watch this a million times. I'll see it. Um, another one. I see. You're gonna say I'm a dark guy. Have you ever seen Man on Fire? Oh yeah. 
That one. But I don't want to see that more than twice. I've seen that a bunch. It's that one bums me out, dude. No, that one's great. It's it's dope. But I want to see it in a montage. I want to see the. High- That's where I watch <laughs> the scenes on YouTube. No, I want to watch rocks. him. Cu- I don't want to watch him cut the guy's fingers off every five. It's too much, man. I do. I thought Denzel was a You're bad, dark, bad dude. motherfucker in that Timmy, movie. Timmy, you got demons, man. <laughs> no, I don't. You like torture. You like kid and rape and murder. You're dark, man. Buddy, you just told me that you stomp pigeons in the park. Arc. That was clearly a joke <laughs> that I've only it, it's only it's a joke because I've only done it like two or three times. Yeah, fair enough. And fair you know how hard it is to stomp a pigeon? If it was easier, I would do it all the time. They're quick. They are pretty quick, which is annoying because yeah. they're just rats they're in nimble. the sky. They are nimble. Uh no, I'm not I just these are good. I'm a movie crier. I like I like an intense I like to be really like into I do like a to, movie. I do like I you, what's a movie you're not Happy. I mean, I guess it doesn't. That's not a good question. What's what you've cried, made you cry the most? Ugh. I mean, I don't a ton of them. Have you ever cried multiple times in a movie? Sure. Sure. Okay. I, I did. A, I did an episode of this on the podcast of, of A Star Is Born, and I cried. I haven't seen that. One. I cried six times. I, I cried. Cry. I cried in the first ten minutes of that movie. Yeah. I mean, like I'm a. It doesn't take much. I thought it took a little more for me. Appara- apparently not. Apparently, yeah. it just takes Lady Gaga talking about her fat, ugly nose, and I'm just like, oh, she's she's going over. She's not that bad of a nose. Everything. Like, if, as soon as like the the touching music plays, like I'm in trouble. Dude, you know what I mean? Know how to do that too? I think that's really interesting. When, when someone's, it's like the editor and they're in their room yeah. and they're starting like, oh, this music, and then it'll, we'll bring it up a little bit here, and then it'll feel the emo- the emotion. And I'm like, oh, no, no. I'm in a lot of trouble. Ooh, a movie I cried a lot in was a Cinderella Man. You ever seen that one? Oh, yeah. When he goes hat in hand asking for money? Ooh. That's about an hour and a half too long of a movie, but... How dare you? It's really good. What's the movie you think you've seen the most? <clears throat> like a movie that you like... It is the movie that you watch to this day. Like, my, mine is... I've seen Pulp Fiction more than any movie I've ever seen in my life. I watched it two days ago. I probably watch it once uh, every other month. I just put it on. Movie I've seen the most... I don't know. Probably like a Goodfellas. Oh. Something like that. I saw that for the first time last year. What? I know. Oh, buddy. A lot of the movies I saw from that era were movies my dad showed me. Mm. He didn't show me any of the gangster movies. He didn't show me Scarface, Goodfellas, or The Godfather. Yeah, I mean, Godfather 1 and 2 are phenomenal. 3 is a garbage fire. Uh, Scarface is like fun. It's like a fun movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but Goodfellas is just like ooh Casino. If you haven't seen Casino, again, I haven't seen it. You got to see that. Too. Well, I saw Godfather for the first time last week. Yeah, that's those and then are great. Tapas came on and we did a, a podcast yeah, uh, two days ago about the Godfather. About Godfather, yeah. nice. And it was he's seen it. He's like I've seen it like a hundred times. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I get. I believe that he was great. He was doing. He he does a, a really great. Don Corleone impression. So whenever we're talking about the movie, we do like an hour. Uh, that's awesome. Twenty minutes in in character. He would do characters from the movie. Oh, he I could love do that. them like that. And I felt like an asshole. I, I can watch the movie four more times just to do the podcast. Yeah. Because I'm trying to keep up with him and I can't. But Gone Baby Gone. Before we fucking get close to wrapping it up, I'm amazed that you've seen it so many times. But I do. I'm star. I, I probably have to watch it again. I believe in watching movies multiple times before I really have an opinion on them. Yeah. Because I think. Like with anything, you'll always catch. That's why I love Pulp Fiction so much. I can still watch it. I'll watch it tomorrow and find something new yeah. that I didn't notice like the time I saw it before. Yeah. Gone Baby Gone, it might take me a second because it's just, it's fucking heavy. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, but it does have that, like that, it's like the town is a watered down version of that. It's like a, <clears throat> like the Scarface version of that. Cause it's, it's but the a town, fun movie. The town was supposed to be like a blockbustery movie, you know? Yeah, it was, it was fun. To be... it's, a, it's a heist movie. Yeah. This one is like, this was like Ben Affleck's art piece. Yeah. 
where he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you question what you really believe. Which is great. I mean, that's what I think. That's a, that's what makes it so good is that you and I saw it completely differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we saw the resolution from two completely different angles, and neither one of us are right, really. That is that's the annoying thing is when so when you talk to somebody about a movie. And they'd be like, nah, dude, actually, this is the right answer. And you're like, no, you fucking idiot. The point yeah. is that there is no right answer. Yeah. And it's just like how you, and that's what was fun for me is you left the movie theater and you're like, I got a lot of thinking to do here. Like, I, I got to kind of mull this thing over. Because you, you know when you watch a lot of movies and you're done with it and you're like, ah, it's just over. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's mark okay. of a bad movie. It's yeah. over and it's done. And once the movie ends, uh-huh. <clears throat> it's out of my mind forever. I texted you 20 minutes in. I was like, dude, this is fucking <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I was sitting at home. I was like, it was, you know how hard it is to watch that movie when it's, when it's, light, when it's yeah. light outside? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go outside and play <laughs> just to prove that I could still have happiness inside of me. Uh, I don't think it's as depressing as as, as you're saying it is. But, uh, but it, I mean. Apparently, I'm a dark soul I, you're, I think I think you're wrong. And it is dark. <laughs> well, no, it's dark. It is dark. And, it, 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 it and is. I get sad just thinking about it. It is It is dark. Well, whoever listens to this, I recommend you go see it. I want my, my mom listens to this, and I and, and she does not like movies. Like, she does... Well, she doesn't like just sitting down to watch a movie. There's, like, oh, okay. two yeah. movies. She wa- she'll watch two movies. She'll Gone watch... Gone She'll watch... No, close. She'll and, watch... Anything uh, with Matthew Pretty Matthew. Woman. Oh, okay. And uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Those are the only two she'll ever... She owns two movies. She'll only watch those two. <laughs> and that's it. That's awesome. That's it. Maybe The Holiday, which I really love. The movie's really good. The, the Holiday. With the, oh, with Jack Black? Jack Black and Jude Law. Yeah, yeah, Cameron yeah. Diaz. Great movie. I love Jack Black. Kate... Kate Winslet? Not Kate Winslet. Who was the girl from Titanic? It was Kate Winslet. Is that her name? Yeah. Okay, we'll wrap it up with this. The thing that I think is cool is, so you said about like you don't, you can walk away from this movie and not really uh, know how to feel. And there's no like they they paint you a picture of a guy who's making decisions what he thinks is right, but yeah. then question decisions that he makes, what yeah. I think is incredible. Yeah. It, and then they don't just spoon feed you at the end, which I hate when they do that. Yeah. When they sit when they when they sit there, and I used to not like. I think five years ago, I want I want it to what happened? Why did it happen? Mm-hmm. To make a decision for me. Yeah. That's like when I first saw Inception, I was very upset. The very end with the spinning top. Yeah. And it's like, it, it keeps spinning and then it kind of half does a thing. Yeah. You don't really know if it's, you know, if it's a dream or not. Yeah. That, that just that little piece reminds me of this movie because I don't know if he made any of the right decisions. I don't know if he knows make the right decisions. Yeah. I don't know what decisions I would make. So now I got to watch it again. I'll probably watch it again in like a week and text you like, oh, this is the right answer. Fuck yourself, Tim. You don't know what you're talking about. I've seen it twice now. You've seen it seven times. You know what's fucked up? I can probably see this movie more times than you before our lives are over because I'll just keep watching movies until it's over. If you can ever stop watching Rush Hour 2. I don't think I can. That blows my mind. Dude, go watch it again. He's in. (laughs) It's Chris Tucker in China. Blows my mind. Chris Tucker in China. It's great. (sighs) He goes to buy a nice suit. Dude, he wants to. He goes to buy food. He's trying to buy some food. And like, oh, you want this chicken? He's like, I want some chicken. Like, chicken wings? Because he's Chris Tucker. And they're like, you want he's a chicken? And they have a live chicken, and they're about to kill the chicken. They're like, wait! And the next scene is he's walking with a chicken in a, in a box, in a little cage. <laughs> uh, it's the best. Way. It's, classic it's cinema so... right there, dude. <laughs> Chris Tucker in China. That's the only reason you said that you liked it. There needs to be a he needs to do a special where he does he does comedy in China to people that don't speak English. 
He has a special no, like that? Oh, I was that. like, holy shit, that I would watch. That would be amazing. That's what that's something that Greg told me he wants to do. He said like he wants to be, he wants to do a fifteen minute special in Japan for people that don't speak English. <laughs> and he wants to just shoot it, just a one shot of him doing all his bits. Just bombing. And he just ha- but he just has a, a camera on on the audience and then one on him. And it's the entire time it's just like every punchline, he just they just cut to him. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, oof. <laughs> oof. It's not a video podcast. Say, lucky there's no video here, buddy. I carumba. I don't know even what, what did I just do. I scratched, <laughs> I scratched my eyes at the exact same no, time. No, you just mimed uh, kicking a pigeon. It was fun. Well, you see how fun it would be. You see how much fun I had to miming it. Imagine how much fun I had. You ever see a mime mime something? He's having a great time. Imagine yeah. actually doing the thing. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, that's why he's a pro. That's why moms are pros, dude. Thanks for coming on, too. Yeah, thanks, buddy.